Hey everybody, welcome to this very first episode of Live from the Dutch Hall for 2016. This is the greatest podcast ever to document the midlife crisis of not only myself, but my good buddy Dave, and also my brother Paul. I'm going to put him, and you know what, even even the, the, the savior of nocturnal emissions, what? The reluctant German for sure. See the reluctant German, I think he might be going through a midlife crisis too. You know what the good thing about midlife crisis is? Is there's lots of time to change your ways you know it's a matter of you're on the wrong path forever and this is a time to change it up so why not take this new year 2016 and just make it all different make it all work the way to do it we're going to teach you tonight we're going to change lives and why because we have the greatest cast ever we've got my good friend and my bartender as always paul van dykes in the house let's hear for him we got the one and only uh, band, house band for Live from the Dutch Hall. My greatest accomplishment that I've ever put together. The nocturnal emissions are all in the house today. Let's hear it. Come on, Kelly. <laughs> we got Steve, the reluctant German, the savior of the band. We have Mike, the band leader. And we, and we have Dave, the rooster charters, the man that writes the music for the show. All we have left to do, folks, before we change your lives... Is do one crucial thing, and that's play our theme song. Hit it, boys. Hot life crowd life in the Dutch Hall, first one of 2016. And it's actually because I couldn't have my 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 robot audience was on hiatus, eh? Ah, and technical difficulties surprise, as usual. Surprise. So you know what? Oh listen. Ryan ah, Hitler as well. Yeah. This is the way to start a show is to fuck oh, it up. Godfather. We're gonna make we're gonna make a whole There we go. I'm gonna make it up for a good refuse. This is better. We get to have the robot crowd is back in the audience. So we have, this is, welcome everyone to Live from the Dutch Hall. A little shaky start there. But we're back well, in It's a time. new year, right? Eh? Yeah, this is what it is. You know, it's New Year's all about resetting, you know? Yeah. Last week, I don't know if you remember last week's show, boys. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> last week you guys we made did a, a show? Yeah, you made a bunch of empty, empty promises last week. <laughs> you guys got all pissed up and you ended up saying, we made a whole bunch of promises. I don't know what you remember and what you don't. But you know, at the in the New Year's Eve party, the the ideas you have to change your life are a little bit different. The ideas you have a sober week later, and I should have started the show up maybe an hour earlier to get the true opinion from you, sons of bitches. <clears throat> but I'm telling you, like last week, we you, do you know we joined a we started a weight loss competition, or I should say a fitness competition, right, to change our lives. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. And we remember we weighed in? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember all of that? I do. Yes, I do. I do recall it. Well, I was talking to my dad today. My dad said it was really shady what you did there. He goes, well, I Who did? Me, Pete Van Dyke, oh. the host oh. of the Die from Dutch Hall. Yeah. They said He said, you were uh, sneaky. I saw you did that. Everybody else had to ex- tell their weight on air. 
but we never got to yours. Pete, they never heard what my weight was. So he's oh. saying I'm, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, making everyone think I'm slim and trim and beautiful, <laughs> right? When really I'm, a, you know, yeah, I didn't didn't expose my weaknesses. So I'm gonna do it. On, like I was two hundred point six pounds is really? what I was. Yeah, okay. which sounds bad when you say it out loud. But it actually made me the lightest of all you fat fucks. <laughs> I was going to say, right? I would Yeah, that sounds that. bad. I what? was actually shocked. I didn't know that I was, I thought I was like mid-range. Like, I didn't think I was the lightest of all you guys. Oh, you're Steve, you're a real sleeper. I never saw Steve the Reluctant German as being a heavyweight. He always wears so many layers. Low center you can't get a You can't get a real feel for his build, eh? He's a man <laughs> from the 90s. You know, that we wore layers in the That's 90s. the first time I've been over 200 pounds in my life. Is that right? Well, there was a lot of clothes on there, because that's the thing. I've never been that like. Normally, I weigh myself nude in the morning when I'm look after I look at myself in the mirror for a bit. I go and weigh myself nude, and then but here we're wearing clothes, right? What we like to do at the Dutch Hall is make yourself feel real good about yourself. Yeah. We like to. We, You're ten pounds heavier. In the Dutch Hall, you are heavier. There's more of a gravity in here too. It's like Jupiter. You are a little bit heavier on in the Dutch Hall. Does that make sense? Yes. Anyway, so. so we now that you had a week to sober up and think about what you've done, do you realize that you are in this competition? It's a 90-day competition to become uh, to see who's changed their life more as far as fitness goes, as far as general health and overall betterness of your 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 uh, your physical being. Are are you still in charters? No, I'm in. I'm all in. I didn't realize it was a, a true contest until like right you got to do fucking anything. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> like what happened? Yeah, you are start. You are actually at a disadvantage because you're in good shape to begin with. I wouldn't yeah. say that. Yeah. You're a specimen. You're fucking going that. down, Michael. Yeah. If you ever want to come to my house at six in the morning, you can get up with me and my wife, and you can do a little P90X30, where we just listen to Tony Horton's videos, and we do various awkward stances until we sweat our asses off and are in horrible pain for the next <laughs> ninety days of our lives. That's what I've ch- chosen to do. Yeah, Paul. Paul is, is chosen a similar 90 path. Days? Yeah, ninety days. That's what is I. Is that thought. what the ninety means? Yeah, the ninety is. I thought 90 it was ninety minutes. minutes. What is the P? No. What's the P mean? You too, Steve. This yeah. is yeah. P ninety X thirty, which is uh, thirty <laughs> minutes. It's thirty well, it's minutes. Thirty minutes, ninety days. Yeah. but thirty minutes of my my wife and I did the original P ninety X, and that was that was a on average about an hour a routine. The yoga was like an hour and a half. And you did that for 90 days, six days a week, and then you had one rest day, or you could do a stretch video or something like that. And I'll tell you, it it, it totally consumed our lives to the because yeah. we set it as a goal for ourselves and we wanted to accomplish it, right? So then we we said like there was no every morning you woke up and one of us wanted to sleep, the other one said there's no sleeping, you have to get up. We've made a commitment that we're going to accomplish this goal, so we did it. And then it was actually we felt great at the end of it. We looked as good as we've ever looked or whatever we're as flexible as health as like how was your sex drive terrific of course it was oh it was robust mm. you know you Lepido. take you take regular bro about must that <laughs> existed within all of us not except for steve of course the reluctant He's german, german yeah. yes and then you uh but you take this and you mix a bunch of testosterone that exists from you exerting physical activity and then next thing you know you're you're irresistible to the ladies paul's only done it for a week yeah, and already I mean, he's got to like put a he's got to like put some sort of like uh, <laughs> what do you have to use like you have to use a, fortress it's like you a have to use catcher. like a, uh, yes yeah, use like a uh, what's it called uh, acetone you know <laughs> like just to get thinner. the musk off paint him. Yeah. thinner for musk <laughs> yeah it's he, fucking hard man you sweat what, your, wife, <laughs> your wife can't resist it yeah it's it's st- are you doing the P ninety X Paul? 
Oh yeah, it's the hardest thing I've ever done ever. I've never. I just played sports. Right? I didn't ever worked out a day in my life. Yeah, it's horrible. Until it, now, good for oh you. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> no, wow. there's there's something to be said, you know. Like, and, and and I've got a cousin of mine who who always talks to me about this. He goes, you know, playing sports, you can still feel like a man. You know, you can still yes. feel like a man. I know. Yeah. Yeah, but if you go to uh, you, you were putting a DVD and your TV in the morning, so you and your wife can go freaking do weird, you know, stretches and calisthenics. Poses. You can do calisthenics in the morning with your wife. There's something certain emasculating about that. It's not that it doesn't have the same, you know, flair as playing shinny hockey. You, you know don't what I mean? want your kids walking in on that. No, well, oh, my kids are all over it. They're in with me. Yeah, I actually bring so my kids in with me on that. Oh, really? Too. Sorry. Well, I don't yeah, know. If they want agility exercise. training, let's go. How about your buddies? You don't want your buddies walking in. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want you looking at me through the window because I usually wear leg warmers. and Or your dad. <laughs> yeah, definitely not my dad. Yeah. Imagine my dad just popping <laughs> in. What are you? <laughs> what are you doing, Pete? What the fuck are you doing? What is that, an upward dog? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Came over the other day to drop your mail off. <laughs> You're doing some sort of stretch where your balls were hanging out of tight shorts. I don't know what that was. Is that supposed to make you healthier? <laughs> Wearing those tight it's shorts? Told me you're working out. Is that what they call that this, these days? Oh, man. Look to, that looked about as good. That looked like a 20-minute workout. I heard from my toenails to what my fucking earlobes. What? <laughs> it does hurt, though, doesn't it? It hurts from my earlobes to my toenails. I've done it for six days now, and I am in horrible pain, but it's like muscular pain. It feels all right. Yeah. But it's like hard. It's like you you th- it is it is quite emasculating because of the format that they put it out at. But it's freaking hard to do. You can't deny that, Paul, cuz you're more of a man than I am and you would have laughed at me for doing these gay these Well, you're doing the lean program. <laughs> Try not you're to doing the lean program. Hey, Pete. it's a contest. I don't want to get all buff and muscular. I want to get lean and 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 and, uh, fit. and fit. Yes. I could fit. care less if I stay 220. I don't I don't care. I want to be fit. I know, but I don't want to be muscular at all. <laughs> I just want to be thin and, and uh, you know, live a long time. That's what, I want to so f- I want to be able to smoke cigarettes yeah. <laughs> That's and live a long time. And fit into those orange out enough panties. so I could smoke a lot of cigarettes. Yeah. Drink beer. Good lung capacity. <laughs> it takes a lot of cardio. Yeah, it does. Got to balance you know, you have to, It's all balance. It's all balance. It's a certain amount of cigarettes it's makes nice it just diet. perfect for exercise. You know, I think that's true. Ask I don't know. You're, you're a nurse, aren't you? Do you know? Oh, sorry, we. I should introduce our Special live guest. studio audience today. We haven't introduced our live studio audience today. You know, today we have. Uh, not only do we have one of the greatest minds in agriculture, he's, uh, he's busy we, right now. One of the greatest minds in agriculture and food. One of the great uh, old guest stars, and it's actually the two-year anniversary of our show that we've done. Me, Jason Ryder is in the house. And so. let me tell you, he's a great attendant at the bar. Yeah, he, he has been way more of a bartender than Paul ever <laughs> he, He's amazing up there. Yeah. So far, all it's I've gotten... you can't dr- get around him. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> and if you try, he'll choke slam you. I'm thinking about writing him a song. Oh. And, and, the, and sitting in, sitting in the on the couch position in our guest chair, mm. which is really, I can tell you it's distracting, because on my periphery, when I see a pretty girl, it always does mess with my mind, because uh, I, I'm not used to it, you know? And the Dutch <laughs> Hall is usually a bunch of gross people to look at, you know? She's almost and, right beside you. Yeah, dude. she's so close. And I just look in the corner of my eye, there's Sweet Sweet Kelly's in the house, so let's hear it for Sweet Sweet Kelly. Ah. You know, and later on in the show, and I don't want you guys to to, uh, to press a pause or like to hang, give up on this episode because we have a really great phone-in interview where it's going to be the first ever 
double podcast at the same time where we're going to get our spinoff podcast live from Barbie Mansion. We're call- they're calling in, and we're going to have a phone interview with them, which is going to be on their show, and they're going to be on our show. So it's going to be a double a double podcast hit with uh, our spinoff partners. A double header. A double header. A collaboration. And we do have a lot to talk about with these girls because they've been a little bit, i got to tell you. The sparkles are still on the floor. <laughs> there's still spark- sparkles on the floor. I don't know if they're sabotaging us or if they're, they're showering us with gifts. I can't tell. No. There's a certain amount, We there's a certain fine line between like uh, flattery and, and stalking, you know? There's like that, that, there's that, that middle line, you know? You're like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I love them as fans. are like, great. And But I'm like, I can't believe anyone would like us is enough to send us gifts. You know, like we didn't do anything that nice, did we? No, it's a bit scary. It is, when we, when you're, when you're a person that doesn't think very highly of yourself, people are doing nice things for you. You don't think that they're, they're thinking right in their head. Yeah, you don't oh, think I they're normal. <laughs> yeah, like why are they doing all these nice things for us? Yeah. Giving us underpants in the mail and doing yeah. all these nice things. Yeah. Poster that we put right a nice up giant in the size poster yeah. of themselves. You know, why would someone go through the trouble of doing that for us, right? I don't know. Well, they're going to be on the phone tonight, Michael. We're going to be able to ask them. And I tell you, I got some bad news for them. At least half of them. <laughs> some bad news. <laughs> Spoiler, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's coming up. Listen to the life from the Dutch Hall tonight. So, now that we got all that, we're all in the contest, right? So, yeah, we're gonna, yeah. we all got the weigh-in numbers. We're all going to do this. It's 90 days. We've got some uh, people that uh, were here on the night of the, of the New Year's party that joined in, like uh, Jill Dyke and mm-hmm. Ada, and uh, who else was in on that for that evening? Krista. Krista, yeah. Krista was in there. So, sweet, uh, sweet Kelly. Were you in Krista? Kelly? Oh, and, what if, and so now, before we get good off this topic and get on with our show, Paul, what have you done in the last week? To improve to improve your life physically, physically, yeah. P ninety X three and uh, no Kool Aid, just water. <laughs> and how many and how many days did you do the exercise thing? I missed one day because I went to a football game. So five of the last seven days. That's respectable. Yeah, that's pretty good. And but it no, hurts. We'll go down the list here, Michael. I. Uh... You forgot you made the promise. I uh, had a nice uh, full bacon breakfast this morning. (laughs) Two eggs, cheese, toast. A pound of bacon. It was delightful. But I have played hockey and ate uh, two pounds of chicken wings after this week. (laughs) And also played soccer and drank ten beers after. It sounds about equal. We still have the scale in here from from last week, and I think you still lost the most weight. No, you're up. I'm up. Oh, you're okay. I'm sorry. I thought you'd still win with that. No. Steve, have you done anything? I know you can't speak, but... Yeah, I'll try to speak. Um, I had a really excessive week in Toronto with uh, lots of food and just... I'm starting next week. (laughs) (laughs) So Steve has done fuck all, too. (laughs) So... (laughs) uh, No... Just so you guys all know, if you want anything you really want to get off your chest about Steve, he's he's uh, incapacitated. He lost his voice completely. So feel free to tell him what you really think. He has no defense. He has no defense. I can just cut his mic, too, if you want to make it really easy. He can only fight with his guitar. Hey, Ryder, can you mind shutting off the furnace for us there, please? Um, so the uh, charters, one week, what have Hello. you done? What have you done? I, uh, the... I quit drinking beer until tonight, <laughs> so I've only had four beers. Been right. here half an hour, and that's good. And 
<laughs> You're the one that lost the most weight then. He was the one. Yeah, yeah, he should weigh up. He quit drinking and beer. Monday, Monday morning, I went into work extra early. We have a gym at work, and I, I went down to the gym. Yeah. Looked at it. And uh, I used to go to the gym quite a bit when I was younger, before I had kids. So I walked in the gym and, uh, you know, just thought I'd get right back into it. Did a nice chest and back workout. Did you? You just Monday, make up your own moves? Monday morning. Yeah, just make up your own moves. Just oh, put yeah. a couple, like, 20 pounds on each side. One, one difference was I had to take 10 minutes to stretch my back out on a mat. I never used to do that, but I had to do that just to so I, I didn't kill myself. And then what I found out was uh, on Tuesday that it started to hurt in my chest, in my triceps. And then Wednesday it hurt even more. And today, Thursday, I can't even put my coat on. Having a hard time getting the old sleeves on. A real hard time, and it uh, really hurts. But I weighed in today when I came in, and I'm down five pounds. Oh, what? You lost from five pounds workout. from yeah. one, workout one workout and quitting drinking. No that's a threat, Paul. And there you go. That's a lesson for everyone that's listening to this show, that you can learn that if you just do barely anything at all, <laughs> and you're, like a, you're just a horrible sack of shit before that... <laughs> You can lose five pounds in a like week. That. Just scratching your ass. Yeah. Just rolling over and scratching your ass. It's, it's simple. <laughs> it's more than you've done in months. <laughs> well, Dave, you're a stiff competition. Kelly, sweet, sweet Kelly, you're in the competition. What did you do? Can you just uh, can you relay it to my friend Dave so he can talk it into the microphone? Have you been on the same bacon program as your, as your man? Yeah, we're running a nice program at the Bow Ranch right now. Now, do you have any theories befi- behind fitness as far as bacon being the key to fitness? <laughs> I think it's an important part of fitness. It's bacon. magically delicious. Bacon? Very good. No, I have a, I have a father-in-law, a Hungarian guy. He believes that, ba- that pork fat is the key to a long life. Because oh. it gets everything greased up and no cholesterol sticks to anything. It just flows right through you. Well, we're going to be just fine then. Yeah. Pork fat. Mm. It's the way to go. I think Emeril Lagasse thinks the same way. But as far as exercise, uh, it's, I, I, fi- I find that uh, Kelly, especially entering this contest, is a load of horse shit. <laughs> I don't think that the, I don't think that a person that uh, is seems to be like kind of I don't know like she has not much she can improve on. How does she uh, get to enter a contest with a bunch of like horrible looking people like like Michael you're all right but uh <laughs> but the rest of us we don't have much uh we have a lot a lot of room to improve you know what i'm saying like you don't have anywhere to go oh i can't wait till i fit my underpants you know we should have give kelly a head start we said kelly just go and eat a bunch of sh- cheesecake and let your ass spread and like you know and then we'll start and then it's a fair contest this one you know like even if she does nothing at all she still beats us beats us completely because you can sandbag the competition if we wanted to get more into this and you're already in great shape there's nothing you can do well that all depends on the judgment at the end right oh, yeah so what did we, we, we i think we have to it's before there, and there's after, a million right? there's a million ways we can do this contest we can be more specific about it where we say where we we, we say there's a bunch of different criteria right or you just have a look at the straight person and you just all of us I around like the room that. have a look at the person and say no not straight up weight no no but at, like at, are you playing at me? like 90 <laughs> days i remember what paul looked like i remember what paul looked like at the beginning of this whole contest yeah. and we have a nice photo to remind us in yes. case we forget and maybe at the end of the tonight we have to take photos i don't know I'll take the photos of Kelly. I just, I'm just, <laughs> just saying. If you guys can all go, actually, right now, the show's fine. We'll just, <laughs> me and Kelly got You're pictures just to do take. Your own contest. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's been the shortest show ever. We'll just get a. We're gonna call it a wrap. Yeah, let's, let's wrap this thing up. It's fine. I got a better idea. <laughs> All right, but anyways, we're gonna do this. I think it's just a matter of like just simple voting. We're in the room, like it's like who's who's in the best like, job? Like that's, an in-house vote. Yeah, who's I done like the best it. job that can that can prove that they've like changed changed their have the most metamorphosis? You know what I mean? The le- like who got the furthest away from our grossness? Yeah. But the, oh. but, but the only we still have to set the bar, you know. We have to figure out how to set the bar. But we'll do that off air. We'll we'll set the, we'll we'll do like a maybe push ups or something, you know. Well, when like Steve's feeling healthy, you know. Yeah. And then we start with a starting point, you know. Well, but we have to wait till Steve's feeling healthy, because otherwise it's an unfair contest. So what we have to get into with this whole show was about the new year. Yes. And about goal setting, and I got to tell you about goal setting. And you know, I had a, a good listeners of the show, uh, Mark and Sonia Rowan. They were friends of ours. And I saw them, uh, they sent out a message one time, and it said what they were doing uh, soon after the new year. And what they said was they were um, reviewing their goals from 2015 and setting their new goals for 2016. And these are just like a regular family, a nice nice family that is just trying to live a regular life. And they set this as a goal for themselves every year. And I remember thinking when I saw that, that these guys, no wonder they're, they're, they're where they are in life. Because they, they they figure out what they want and they go after it and they get it, you know, that's great, you know, and then uh, and I gotta tell you, I worked a lot of years in a corporate setting, and most of that shit that they preach when you get like the uh, meetings where they try to improve you, have you you've been you must be in your line of work, Dave. You must have had a lot of people that have, uh, you know, you bring in these companies that'll give you corporate training about how to become a better person or you've seen motivational speakers or something they got to do that for you yeah we usually go off site but yeah somebody like at a christmas party they bring in a speaker or something like that make you feel good about yourself oh you know uh who we had is that astronaut guy what's his name oh chris hatfield yeah chris hatfield came in yeah talked about being an astronaut did he play music for you he didn't, but I think they played his music video to open it, like before Ooh, he came out. That's unfortunate. Mm. Do they talk to you? There must be. Th- I wasn't there. I didn't. There's a whole bunch of stuff like emotional intelligence. <laughs> Have they ever said emotional intelligence? I've, in I've been workplace? to a course that was called "How to Lead with Emotional Intelligence." There you go. Right? It's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Right? The corporate hokey pokey <laughs> nonsense, whatever that bullshit is. Most of the catchphrases they come up with, they're here five years, they're gone the next. There's another thing to replace it. It's a bunch of. People sitting around thinking about what things are that never worked a day in their life, eh? Bunch of horse shit. But as far as goal setting goes, I don't care how cokey the guy is that's up there, the motivational speaker that's sitting up there, shiny teeth and whatever, and uh, giving his polished speech. When they tell you to write down what you want to do and then do it, there's hard. it's hard to argue with that, you know? Yeah. And last week, we set some goals on this show. I don't remember anything about the show, and I don't listen to myself on the air because I hate my own voice. But uh, but last week, we set goals, and we even yelled out charters. Me and yeah. you yelled out, set, or like, we got to write it down. Yeah, write it down. I was telling you, write it down. And I said, write it down, too. Did we write it down? No, we didn't write it down. We just shouted at each other, write it down. <laughs> it sounded good. There was yeah, at least four good. things that we said, at least four. And I, as, as much as I hate acronyms and analogies with regard to this goal setting, they always have analogies and acronyms. Like they have, like uh, if you failed, if you planned, uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. You ever hear that one? Yeah. It, it's a it's it's a dream until it's in right until you write it down, and then it's a goal, right? That's another one. You know, they have like little sayings like that. 
all of those actually they make really sense to you. me. Yeah. Those are the ones that make sense to me. The rest of them I don't get at all about your uh, personal uh, blind spots and <laughs> you know all the holding people to account and all this. I don't get any of that like nonsense. But like when you talk about setting goals. Until you write it down, it's not a goal. Let's until do it. You, let's until set, you break it down, it's not a goal. Let's set some real goals. Then. Right. So I told all you sons of bitches, I give you homework. It's the first time ever in life in the Dutch Hall history that in the middle of the week I sent out a homework for my for my cast, for my band and my bartender, mm-hmm. and we sent a, a homework about goals. And I said, can you think just just give a bit of thought to what you want to do personally and what you want to do as a show in the, in 2016. So uh, charters, I'm gonna start with you because you are the original uh, uh, member of of the Nocturnal Missions. What do you uh, What did you have? I actually made a note in my phone, and I'm a, I've got a couple things here. The first one is that I wrote is 180 pound shirtless summer. Wow. wow. All right. What is that like? for all of us? No, just for Dave, right? No, that's oh, for Dave. all of us. That's oh. for the whole crew. <laughs> the whole crew. You think we can all, all do it? Achievable. 180 pound shirtless summer for yeah. the five of us. 180 pound shirtless summer. <laughs> I got the best chance of doing it I, of any of you. I don't have a chance of doing that. No, 180. Charters, your bones alone. You're like your big fucking ham bone head? legs and your head. Like your like your skeletal structure is that is so thick. Like your head itself. Like take the you don't have any you don't have that much fat on your head. That head's got to be. 80 pounds. <laughs> right? At least. It's a goal. All right? Write it down. <laughs> all right. It's all right. a goal. So his body can Who's writing it down? Thank I'll write you. it down. Let's just shout at each other. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to go through all of mine or do you want to go around? No, I want to say, uh, do you think that's, the way they say to you when you set goals is they have to be smart goals. You ever heard that before? Smart goals? There's a reason I picked 180 pounds. Because it's measurable. It is measurable. That's one reason. Is it realistic though, Dave? Well, I know that I know that. that when I left grade eight, I was 180 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and you're close to grade eight. That's right. So. I also know that when I started my current job 20 years ago, I weighed 180 pounds. Oh. when I started that job. Really? Just yeah. 20 years ago. Why? Were it's you only, having a bad time? It's only 20 years ago. So yeah, I think it's definitely achievable. And realistic. So you're saying you have the same bones. You have the same bones as you have now, 20 years ago, right? More or less. So you, I think my nose is bigger and my ears. Yeah, yeah, and your dick and balls too. <laughs> they hang lower. Well, that's got to have more weight to it, no? If there's more hanging skin, is that more skin, or is it so. just the same amount of skin, just thinner? I don't know. Saggier. This, I don't know. this I is why we, we do the show. This is why we do the show. <laughs> We have to answer these questions. Get to the bottom of it, right? Anyways, charters. So that's good for your personal goals. But do you you have anything for the show? I got a couple things for the show. Uh, One is a road trip with the full Fab Five, is what I wrote. Hmm. Funny. All five of us on a road trip. Is that anyone else's homework as well? I like it, Dave. I'm looking at you personally, because three of us have already went on one. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Michael's Dave been on. Up. Michael's been on three. I've been on, yeah. Michael's Mike's so been I on like three. That goal for you I've personally. been on four. I've been on at least yeah, one. I missed one. That's right. Yeah. What? I've been what? on at least one. Which oh, one? Yeah, you oh, have you've been. been. I've been on. I've been on five. Then yeah, I no, forgot. Dave, about I'm sorry. You have been. I've been on, on five. You've been on one. Oops. Yeah. And Michael's been on three. And Steve's been on zero. Zero. Yes. Let's not forget that. Oh, yes. I've only missed one. That's why I wrote the full Fab Five. 
Right. I like the fact. The full Fab Five has to go on the road. Now, we do have two shows coming up, one in Leamington and one in Blackstock, but we haven't booked the dates for it yet. So are, do those count as road trips? One-night road trips. That's all they are. Oh, road trips are road trips. You drive I, down, you do a show, you come back. Is that part of the goal? I do agree with Michael, but I I would rather cross the border. Oh. International. Do an international road trip. Is everyone allowed to cross the border? Yes. All five of us? Steve, have you broken all? any laws? So far, so good. I've been there. I updated my resume or my passport. Oh, we're all travel worthy. Last time I crossed the border with Paul, I remember all of us saying, listen, when we get across the border, whoever makes it, makes it. Yeah, yeah. Don't look back. If someone doesn't, we're not with each other. We're going across the border. Don't look at each other. We don't know each other. Right. We're coming off the bus as strangers. Just crossed the border. We made it, though. <laughs> yeah, we did make it. That's what the beautiful part about it. And we'll make it again. And those stories are why we do the road trips, because otherwise we don't have a show. Yeah. Our show is garbage without road trips. True. And that's the truth. And every time we've had a road trip, we've built our audience of core listeners and by core listeners i mean people that are hardcore like the girls from Broadway mansion yep. you know you can say what you want about them i don't understand why they like us but they like us so we gotta <laughs> we we have to appreciate our fans um i don't know why anyone would listen to my show to be honest with you <laughs> but they do so we got to keep doing it and we ha- and every time we do go out we end up getting more fans we have a fan from leamington uh that we never met before we did the iron chic show and he's a hardcore fan, right? Uh, b- that never knew us before we did that show. That's oh, what really? it's all about. Yeah, that is what it's all about. And then we d- we have Leamington fans we didn't have before we did the Leamington show. We have Bristol fans that started their own podcast. We have Nashville fans, fans that yeah. still listen. Listen, yeah. road trips are good for building the building the show. Oh, it's it really is important when you're talking to your wives to make that clear to them <laughs> that this is about building the audience for this show. And then and really that's all it's about. You know, Simple math, really. If we have to drink a bunch of booze and have the time of our lives, <laughs> well, that's just a side effect of the of the real task, which is trying better. to build the audience weren't, for the show. Weren't we taking charters to Oregon for the naked bike ride? Oh, yes. Naked bike there ride. You, you want to make that a goal? That's now, part, Paul, that's part are you getting ahead of yourself? Summer. Is that one of your homework ideas? Because it's genius. <laughs> if you would have wrote it down, let's write that down. Charters, can you ride a bicycle naked in Oregon in maybe like the summer? Pretty sure I can. <laughs> All right. As long as the weather. Let's write okay. that down. I know I'll be we're 180 not. pounds by then, so why wouldn't I be naked? <laughs> yeah. But not too hot because it'll burn his white skin. <laughs> if you're if you're 180, oh, he'll be slathered in sunscreen. 180 pounds <laughs> glistening with sunscreen. He'll be like a big white ghost of beauty, <laughs> Polish beauty, on a bicycle with his wiener out. Look at that red mustache, lush. Oh, your old red pubes and butt hair. Just <laughs> coating the seat. The I might do a full show, body right? shave before that. Please do, please do. Except for your mustache, of course. Don't give me that full body shave in a jar, please, for the next show. <laughs> I would pre- I appreciate that. Season full- three. I'll need, yeah. a, I'll need a bigger mason jar. Next Christmas, it would be like Dave's it's full a sheer. Jar. <laughs> That's what I've always wanted. <laughs> When I make the full pajamas of Dave's hair. Here's a Welch's uh, <laughs> glass full of my body hair. <laughs> uh, so uh, do you have anything else, Dave? I got one more. I had three written down. The last one is we got a pretty good uh, uh, record going with having professional athlete champions on the show. We've had two so far. Yeah, a Grey Cup champion Grey Cup and, champion, and Shane Stanley Bergman Cup champion. Stanley Cup champion. Fuck, bud. I'm sorry. Fuck yeah, what, bud. What's his name? 
Rick Natras. Rick Natras. We love Rick Natras too. I love at the end of the, the, at the, end of the day, he's a Stanley like Cup this. champion. Yeah. That's right. So we got a Grey Cup champion, a Stanley Cup champion. I think that we can get another professional athlete champion as a guest in 2016. Like either a World Series champion. Can Just... I interrupt? We've also had the Iron Sheik, a World Wrestling champion. Oh, yes. That's three saying? champions. That's it gets deeper champions. and deeper. An OU double A uh, Greco Roman to... champion yep. from 1969 yes. or whatever it was. 1971. Yes. 1971. Did you... I read his medal and held it in my hands. I don't personally like him or his attitude, but he is a champion. <laughs> He what? is a champion. There's no disputing what? that. Dave? Go uh, fuck there's yourself. There's no disputing that. <laughs> I think he's got a... Whatever your fucking name is, I want to let you know everybody is here and you didn't make it. I don't know what the fuck He doesn't like you either. No, no I, right. he doesn't like you either at all. That's the end of my list. That's the end of your list? You wanted yeah. to, What was the last one? I forget it already. Champion. Uh, oh, another champion. So yeah. we need either World Series champion. Professional athlete champion. Football. Uh, 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 UFC champion. Yep. Anyone who's an athlete for a living. That has been a, and, at the top a, of their game. As, a, as a cha- some sort of championship. I like it. Well, that's a struggle. It, could it be hockey again? Could yeah, it be? yeah. It could be another Stanley Cup sure. champion. yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or we a Grey Cup champion. Shane Bergman can bring some okay, of his we'll, friends. Okay, we'll put that one down. New ch- another champion. What about a silver stick champion? Or an Omiche champion? That would be like, you know, we. I don't know. If we had to, I guess. <laughs> what about another champignon? It'd be a small sea champion. Yes. That's another mushroom. Yes. It's French. Mm. Did you get that? Mushroom. Yeah. All right, Michael, what homework did you do? Well, I did just a little. I just got one. I'm looking at my bandmates here. We've got a nice little uh, band. I think we can uh, make up a, a song, if not a new song. We've had one in the works for a while, and it hasn't come out. Which one? The, the, on, the, on the bubble. Right. So let's get a song out for Nocturnal Emissions. Okay, that's on a great, that's a great example, air. because right now we have a song that's got probably 100, 100 uh, verses. Yes. Uh, a great chorus. That's true. And a bridge, right. and an awesome bridge. I'm, I'm right. saying a song. It doesn't have to. It could be that song because we haven't released it. Yet. No, I'm just saying that particular song. What that was is a dream, something we made up when we were going along. Right. And then we keep saying we keep doing this thing where we say, you know what we got to do? We got to write down the verses of that song. Right. And as soon as you say the term, you know what we got to do? That means you're never gonna fucking do it. Yeah. You're never gonna fucking do yeah. it. If you were gonna do it, you wouldn't say, you know what we got to do? You would just say, you know what I'm doing. Yeah. And you'd be doing it, you know? If you're not doing it and you're saying, you know what we should do? It means you're not going to do it. Because if you were going to do it, you'd be doing it already, That's you know? Right. And if you if there's something stopping you from doing what you want to do, then figure out how to fix the thing that's stopping you. Break that wall down. That's all it is. It's as simple as that. And Ryder, I want to tell you, because me and you have worked together in the past and you're a guest in my uh, in the Dutch Hall tonight, I hope you don't mind. But, you know, in your in your line of work, if you don't figure out exactly what you want to accomplish and you just want to you just want to like keep going on with your business, how would you ever get anywhere? Yeah, that's a tough one. I've would a fi- uh winning a fishing tournament would that qualify to be a professional athlete? Yeah, yeah. if you win the You're bass tournament, I, I would qualify for a booking maybe then. Why did you already win a tournament? A f- couple. We've got Which one in one? here right now. We got one in here. Done. Check it off the list. We're finished. I Jason Ryder, what did you catch, though? I need the qualification. I thought it qualified for a professional athlete. What was the tournament, though? Was it bass? Pike tournament. Pike. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pike tournament champion. 
You can't beat that, Dave. Does that qualify? Do you uh, fish and make a living from fishing exclusively? <laughs> that would qualify you as a professional I, fisherman. I choose not to. That's how professional he is. You want to know why? Because farming's more fun than fishing. I pick, I pick and choose, Dave. Right. But you know what I'm saying, Ryder? If you're going to sit there and every year you just got a, like a plot of ground and you just sit there and say, I'm going to put the same crop in the ground every year, but you don't think about what's happening with what in, what's happening in the future, where you want to go, you just keep doing the same thing over and over again, you'll eventually become worse at what you do. Yeah, you get into a bad group. You'll lose you'll lose ground on the rest of the world as it changes, right? Because you're not trying to improve yourself. You're just like staying where you are. You have no goals. No goals. And I thought when I was a, when I was first married, you know, like when you're I was broke, and we were sitting there. It was easy. You had strict goals. You're like you're broke. I got to put my wife through university. I had to pay for rent. I had to pay for all the expenses of life. I'm a young man. I have no money. And then you also want to go out and have a good time once in a while, so you got to put some priorities into that. It was great because I accomplished the most of my life during that period of time because I was broke and I had to. And then as soon as you got, like, more complacent, you got more money, then you're like, uh, you know, like I've, uh, I don't have as much goals because I already achieved it. So then you, if you don't set a new one, you just kind of float around, and next thing you know you're accomplishing goals for other people, but you're not doing your own thing anymore, you know? You're not, like, getting where you want to go. No pleasure. Yeah, yeah, no pleasure anymore. Paul, did you do your homework? Um, yeah, I want to be the bass guitar player and and not All right, well, this is a, yeah. so. This is Whoa. how you. That what that is a is a broad goal, right? <laughs> it's a broad goal. I just want to buy a acoustic bass guitar for the the Dutch halls. What I really want to do. Okay. Maybe I won't even play it, but I want to listen to it. You want a bass guitar in the Dutch Hall in the as far as in nocturnal emissions, we need a bass. Yeah. We have a dr- drummer on deck. Yeah. We have a, all we're missing is for a rhythm sweet section bass. is a sweet, sweet bass. Sweet bass. And uh so we are on the real hunt, you know, as a dream item for life in the Dutch Hall. We want that we want a nice acoustic bass. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? Oh, wouldn't it be nice? So what we have to do to make this a real goal is not only write it down, but say by when. And how are we going to do it, you know? We're going to go, no, we're going to do, we're going to go on Amazon. We're First, we're going to go to Live from the Dutch Hall. Then we're going to click on the Amazon banner, I think. Yeah. And then uh, a little bit of the me? money will come back to help the show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then we'll buy a guitar, he'll ship it right to our house. It'll be great. But yeah. who do you mean by we, Paul? Well, me. And the, and the entire listenership of Live from the Dutch. Yeah, because you know, you know what? If I wait, if I wait for them, I won't get nothing. Crowdfunding. I am actually, that would help us. I'm actually setting up a crowdfunding site as we speak uh, for some of the things that we need because we've had a bunch of fans that are, as you know, and I was going to say this for the feedback. We got feedback set. set. <laughs> nice guys. But uh, there is people that have been asking us. They're saying, how are we going to, how can we help out the show? Because we're fans of the show. We want to help out the show. How can we do it? So I, I thought, what better thing, if we're going to set goals, another goal we can do is, like, what kind of stuff do we want to see that in the Dutch Hall as far as equipment, as far as things that people can do to help out make this show better? What are some of the dream items we can have to make the show better? So I thought, myself, one of the things that we could do is uh, get a, a phone-in uh, option to the show, right? So there's there's a little bit of equipment we need to get, get that to happen um, the most effectively, and it's going to cost some money, so we'll um, we're going to put that on the crowdfunding site. Right. Also, uh, headphones. We need headphones. Like we are crazy. desperate. We are desperate for headphones, 
And uh, we were good on mics now. We bought a bunch of mics with the money that was raised from the crowdfunding. Uh, so we're just headphones, and I was acoustic bass, of course. Yes. And uh, I also think uh, better guess. <laughs> Sometimes you actually have to put a bit of money in for a guess. Yeah. So it would be nice. Getting down into the sticks. In the sticks, yeah. If we want to get people down here, we got to pay for some gas money. <laughs> you know, we do have some good guests coming up on the show. We have uh, next week. We have uh, CFL cha- uh, champion oh, Shane really? Berkman. Oh, wow, is coming wow. in. Yes, yeah, right that's exciting. Yeah, and then uh, two weeks after that, we have uh, two comedians. Uh, we have uh, Jason Allen and uh, Tyler Shazma that oh, are coming down. Great for an episode in two weeks. So we have some guests that are booked and coming in. It's gonna be fun. Uh, yeah, and I'm hoping that uh, Bergman can help us with our fitness competition or whatever, because <laughs> yeah. he's really he actually knows about it. He knows what he's doing. He's got a nutrition a fiance, and he's like uh, okay. totally uh, transformed himself into like a high caliber he's athlete, a real athlete actually. So we got to pick his brain. Maybe he could give us some kind of fitness test that we could judge yeah. each other on. Yeah, we know? have to like try to push him off the line, and he just hammers us into the concrete. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who oh, goes down God. the worst? Hey, loses. we should see how many of us it takes to take him down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ryder, are you if you Ryder available comes, next okay. week? Yeah, yeah, we can do this. We actually have a chance then. Yeah, I wonder how much it would take to break the line with him on it. All of us and Ryder. It would take nocturnal emissions for sure. I don't think nocturnal emissions could push Bergman off the line. No. Next weekend, we could find that out for real. Next week's show, Thursday. Like, even just move him. Yeah, just just move him off the street. Could we move him? Yeah, I don't know. He's giant. He is huge. Yeah, he's Great a real, guy, though. Excellent guy. Great guy. Real terrific guy. I can't wait to have him in. Isn't he? Pride of Teeterville? Pride of Norfolk County. Ah, yeah, that's even ah, better. Come on. <laughs> hey, you know what? I was at a friend of mine's bar, Swazis. What do I see up there? The jersey of Bergman. I love yeah, every right. minute of it. That's yeah. right. Number we all 60, support it, kid. Bergman. That's right. Hell yes. Does he have the life in the Dutch Hall jersey up there? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Not yet. We don't have it yet. No. We have to design it. We're trying to. Yeah, hey, there's crowdfunding. Yeah, if you, maybe we could get a life in the Dutch old jersey or some wrapping paper, yeah. or a nice coffee cup. <laughs> yes. Anyways, that's uh, goal setting. Uh, we got everyone through that. We got enough stuff. What Steven. About Steve. Whisper. <laughs> goal I whisper. Want to see nocturnal emissions on iTunes. Oh, oh so that goes another with level. Yours. I like it. Well, we always said that this hit. I don't. Have we ever not said the title of the song that we're playing? That we're gonna. Yeah, really? oh, the fuckles. But it's coming, and that one is written and ready to go. It's a splendorous place we need to sing about. And the release it on iTunes is just a is just a uh, matter of figuring out the details. Exactly. It's Let's a done deal. It down, Realistic. It's, it has yes. to be done within the year of 2016, so no it's question. now time sensitive. Yeah. Write it down. It's measurable. It's measurable. It's it's no one's wrote any of this shit down. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Writing it down? Yeah, yeah, iTunes song. Oh, I thought we were just yelling at Some nice studio <laughs> versions of uh, Dutch Hall classics. Oh, yes. And I think that would also go, because of our crowdfunding thing, we're going to have layers of rewards for our listeners, right? <laughs> so it gives so much that gets yeah, stuff. Yeah, get to a certain level. Well, once we start to give them the gems of Nocturnal Emissions. Free download. A Nocturnal Emissions uh, uh, original. Dollar Maybe $20. even a uh, USB stick. Oh, my goodness gracious. You're talking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care how many Facebook fans we have. <laughs> You know, maybe even playing in we're talking, Tennessee. We're talking so much about feedback. We got feedback. I think it's probably time. Yeah, I think it might be time. We got feedback. Feedback. Oh, welcome to feedback. We got feedback, everybody. 
You know, my brother Paul did a great job of plugging the Amazon uh, banner earlier. So you know what to do. You go on the website, you click the Amazon banner, you do shopping. Well, that money comes back to help the show. Paul nailed it. We don't have to say that again, so we won't. It's easy. You know what else you can do? You can go on my website, lifeinthedutchhall.com. You click on the VG Meats banner. They got a great deal out there. You print that off. You take it in to either locations of Simcoe or Stony Creek, and they'll give you great deals on nice steaks, ground beef, nice stuff put in your freezer. Have a great time. Eat some great food from a great family. Nice VG family, Meats. good hearts. Yeah. That's a nice. Are you writing a new new slogan? It might for be it? a new slogan. Work on it. It's gonna need a little polishing, but I see there's some some potential in it, Michael. Thank I you. like it. Thank you. You know what else? But you have written a beautiful tagline for this sponsor of our show. Our third sponsor is Lakeside Vista. You know, Lakeside Vista is a great property on the North Shore of Lake Erie. If you want to go LakesideVista.ca, you can check out their property and you can book it for any of their uh, any of your uh, family, corporate, or uh, you know maybe a wedding party you know personal party maybe you want to have some sort of a of a just a day where you just sit in someone else's ha- uh, property and you just stare at the lake you spend a bunch of money on it you, you know you're just so rich and stupid maybe stay in a clamping tent <laughs> yeah oh, glamping. yeah what is this glamping yeah you do that and you go to lakeside vista see so you got lots of options you can do all that stuff because lakeside vista where the views are beautiful but the memories they're even better. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of more the creepier version of that commercial. That's what happens in the tent. Look how great we sponsor people. I think if you want to sponsor Life from the Dutch Hall, just give me an email at life from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. We'd be happy to put together a sponsor package so we can get some more money for this show to make it better. Because we just said we had a lot of things we want to buy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so every week, each and every week we ask for feedback from our listeners. And each and every week they give it to us. And uh, this week was no exception. We had a, our last week's show was the uh, uh, New Year's Eve party. And we had a great time uh, at the show. At least I did. <laughs> and then uh, and afterwards, we had some people, even as, as early as 4 o'clock in the morning, and I think it took me till 1.30 or so to get that show up. And there's people at 4 o'clock in the morning giving us feedback already. Really? Amazing. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. They listen to the show New, Year, up. New Year's Day or New, New Year's Eve night or whatever, late in the night. Right. Listen to the show and uh, gave feedback all before the crack of dawn. You know, like, incredible fans we have for this show. And uh, so a lot of the feedback was very positive. We don't get a lot of negative feedback. I'm going to set a goal for 2016 <laughs> right here that finally... <laughs> Finally, we say something that pisses somebody off, where somebody will send me a nasty email telling me they hate my show and they don't have any respect for me and that I'm an idiot or something of that nature because everyone has only sent me positive feedback. Really? Well, it's a great show. Yeah, but I'm sure there's some people we offended. Like, come on. Well, let's work on it. Just speak the truth. What else can I do, though? I'm going to have to make some sort of a fucking dead baby parade to be able to get anybody to fucking... Oh, some God. sort of racial You just got your first call in. <laughs> you know, that's so that's one goal. That's one goal. And the second goal I have, I never mentioned, was that I want to get to the point by the end, by December of 2016, that I give absolutely no shits. Zero fucks. Zero fucks at all. I am still giving a, like a fraction of a fuck right now, and I think I have 12 months to give zero fucks, and I think it's attainable. It's achievable. Yeah. It's attainable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, feedback, we got feedback. You know, uh, 
just to get back to that, every week we like to recognize one of our listeners is rising above all the rest and really proving themselves as our listener of the week. And this week's listener comes to us from Las Vegas, Nevada. Whoa. Yes. Anthony Whoa. from City. Anthony from Las Vegas, Nevada. What he did was he sent me an email, live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. When I sent out a, I sent, I think I sent out a uh, tweet and I sent out a message on Facebook saying, you know, get in touch with me and give me some show ideas or some topic ideas and we will cover it on the show and you can qualify for a prize to win a t-shirt, a Life in the Dutch Hall t-shirt. Oh, nice. And the draw will be made uh, March 1st. Mm. March 1st oh. is when it's made. See, attainable, That's time sensitive, goal. right? Smart goal. <laughs> and so we're having the draw on March 1st and Anthony from Las Vegas qualified because he sent in this email. He said, um, okay, this is, uh, let me see. You're at a urinal. This is an email, okay? This is a scenario I'm posing to the people in the room. You're at a urinal doing your business. So you're taking a, a, taking a pee. You're, you have a, you're urinating in the urinal. And the guy next to you walks up and drops ass. This is his words, drops ass, you know? Which means like, he lets out a huge fart. Fart? Okay. Yeah. Extremely loud. And terribly close, smelly, right? I assume smelly, right? Gotta be. What is your reaction? How, what is your response to this? Guy comes up, blasts one out. You're at a urinal. What do you do? Is that acceptable? Unacceptable? Totally is, acceptable. I would probably just say, like, holy fuck. Yeah, woo. Yeah. Drink it in. What do you do? Yeah, what if the guy, and I'm just gonna say, pushing one out hard. What if the guy's like, uh, like, the guy's really gross. Is it worse if he's grosser? Like, is it worse if he's grosser? No, there could be a pretty boy that stinks like shit. You would hate it when he... I would hate it more. Either way, yeah, I would hate it more then. Yeah. He'd probably, give it, probably give, stink worse because he's all protein and everything. Uh, <laughs> Ugh, those are... Those are smells worse. like Paul shit from one week of working out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... You know, the difference was, would you have a different response if it was your buddy next to you at the urinal? Well, you'd call him right out. That would be hilarious, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. You would just have a good time with it. I don't oh, think there would be a problem with it, would it? You'd say that's rotten and laugh the whole time. Yeah, laugh the whole time. you try to squeeze one out until you shit in your underpants. Are they ready to go? Just to help them. we have 15 minutes. All right. Well, we're almost done feedback. We got feedback, and then we got a good time for our guests. But, you know, there's a couple things. we have. So, Anthony from Las Vegas, because of the topic you sent, not only you entered into a draw for a Live from the Dutch All t-shirt, but you are the listener of the week. You're the listener oh. of the week. This is your week. Hey, nice, Dave. All right. Good for you to join us. All right, so the only other person we have. Oh, uh, one other thing of feedback. Today I went in to get a, a pita for lunch. Mm, pita pita. Yeah, I went in to get a pita for lunch, and the guy that owned the pita place that I went to go get comes out of the back room while I'm waiting for my pita, and he says, Life from the Dutch Hall's in the house, right? He, gets, he, gets, he knows you. He yells across, Life from the Dutch Hall's in the house, right? So I feel like... I should respond in some fashion. So what I said was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your call. Yeah. <laughs> Afterwards, I thought of a lot of better things to say than that. But uh, at the time, I had nothing. You know, I could have said, do I get a free pita? I could have said a million different things. But instead, I went with, yeah. <laughs> Probably wasn't my best move of the day. Anyways, thank you for the feed or thank you for the shout out, Mr. Peter Man. Yes. Maybe next week you'd be listener of the week. They are delicious. You know, the only other person we need to shout out to is our good buddy, 
the Haitian dwarf. He gives us feedback every week. So otherwise, this week, there's no difference. So let's hear it from our goodbye, the Haitian dwarf. No, no, no. Once in and then. Hi ho. It's off to work we go. Your eye is black because you talk back. Hi ho. Yeah. That'll get us our letter. Yes. <laughs> so Haitian Werf gives us feedback every week And this week's no exception This week he gave us five stars Five oh, stars on right. iTunes What a good guy What a One, great two, guy three, four, five. But I was a little bit concerned with his feedback This week he said uh, <laughs> This week uh, he said New Year's resolution Listen to higher quality podcasts oh. <laughs> A scathing oh. review I would say from the Haitian divorce, a scathing review. Maybe that's that's achieved our goal, and we can cross oh. it off the list. Was that bad enough? I don't think. No, so. He's gonna mean, really tell us he hates us. Does that I mean we don't have to play a song? He still gave us five stars. Oh, okay, that's pretty nice of him. Yeah, no, I, I think he's still doing all right. <laughs> yeah. So, Dave, have you been in contact with these Barbie Mansion oh, girls? I, I I've been texting them, and they are totally ready for a call, so I can get them. Uh, so, let me do it. Yeah, why don't you get them on the phone, and we'll uh, we'll just uh, cover some time between then when you get them on the phone, because I don't want to do any... Uh... Are you going to take a pee? Yep. I sure am. What are you doing? Thank you. I'm calling them. Yeah, but why is it saying that? Why is that woman on the phone it's saying live. those it's things live. to you? I don't know. It's a long distance call. Can you turn it up? Uh, no. That's it? That's it. Oh, you should get them on the line before we talk. I'll have to cut this shit out. <laughs> These girls are like telling you to call and then they don't pick up. Can you hear it through the head? I can hear that perfectly, but why don't they pick up? Oh, wait. Hello. Hello. Hello, are you on uh, are you there? Hello. Hello. Hi, can you hear us? Yeah, um, are you are you the Canadian from Life from the Dutch Hall? Yeah, we're the Life from the Dutch Hall crowd. Is this the Life from the Barbie Mansion crowd? <laughs> you guys are quite late. Um, apparently, you don't know about like the time frame very well. Hey, do you guys want to be guests on this show or not? Hey, <laughs> it's a late show. This is an evening pro. This is an evening program. I remember sending you a text. You said it's me and Sarah G. We're up late. We're up. We're up for anything. That no, no, no. There's no too late for us. I think that was something like that you said. You have to put next to the microphone. You're being recorded. <laughs> I know. Well, anyways, um, so I thought that we could start off a new year with a shot. Um, we have one ways. It's quite warm right now because we've been waiting for an hour. But um, you guys have a shot. Uh, yeah. We we haven't had done Paul's potable yet. We can do Paul's yeah, potable. Yeah, let's have a shot. I'm sorry, girls. I didn't oh, know you were waiting oh, for us. Oh, 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 I love you. You might be my new favorite because you want, you actually, I got a picture and it was the best, like, New Year's present that you were wearing to Wayne James. And I thought that was freaking hot. <laughs> Paul, you're talking to Paul, our bartender. Oh, yeah. Or is that bad? <laughs> Paul's a. Uh, no, no, I, I got the picture too. I shared it with several friends. They all enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm glad you could enjoy Paul's uh, beautiful I mean, frame. It's perfect. Sorry, ladies. I didn't get the sparkles. I'm sorry. 
Yes, thank you. Uh, so today's guests we have are the are the first ever spinoff stars of uh, our first ever spinoff live uh, life from Barbie Mansion. We have Blondie and Sarah G joining us on live from the Dutch Hall. Hello, girls. Hello, hello. Girls, before we get started, I just want. Well, happy New Year to you too. I gotta thank you for the gifts you gave us. Oh, you guys are so welcome. I hope that you enjoy this for many years to come. Well, I gotta well, tell. I have one question. I have one question for you guys. Yeah. Um. So we sent you this really huge poster, and yeah. I've seen pictures from life from life from the Dutch Hall. Yeah. And I don't see the life from the Barbie Mansion poster anywhere. It was supposed to be like prominently posted. I put I it on. It was like I, a focal point. I put it on the ceiling. If you look on the ceiling, you should be able to see it. <laughs> Because if you're, yeah. Because this is the this is the couch area. I think I'm calling you out. I just called your bluff, Pete. No, it's true. Called your damn bluff. Yeah, I I lie on the couch. I look up at your poster and I touch myself in dirty places. (laughs) What's wrong with that? I thought that was a fitting tribute to our first ever spinoff of Life Life from the Dutch Hall. You know I what else? Indians are fucking, I think we're a dartboard. I think I think you guys have darts. Oh no! No, I disagree. I disagree 100%. Girls, you girls are the you guys are some of our biggest and best fans. That's why we like that's why we like you so much. You, you know, bought me my favorite underwear. Well, you're, we hope that you're a big fan of our show too. And um, you I'd know, like to say to Paul that if you listen to episode three, uh, we did uh, mention that we we did have a small confusion about him and Ben. However, we are aware that they are two separate people. So if you can pass that message along, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's good, girls. we cleared that up. Yeah, because he is—he is a different person. I but sure, don't look like Ben, do I? But Talks he was—he was actually liking the anonymity of being able to hide under his uh, his identity. But uh, you know, girls, what I also want to say to you—I feel real terrible about today because the man that writes the music for our show, and I guess some of the music for your show as well, uh, Dave Charters, uh, Blondie. This is directed to her Jew. He uh, completely offended you earlier today, uh, making a joke about your breast size, and I just think it was inappropriate, and I want to apologize. That's no problem. He, he might have gotten confused with me. Um, Sarah, I have gigantic boobies, and uh, blondies are um, ample size, like big pants. And see, Dave well, said, um, Dave said, because you guys, you Dave, guys don't really know the size of my boobs because you haven't seen them. And you know what? Um, good things come to uh, good things come in small packages. What do you think about that, Pete? I agree with it, Blondie. You know what I told him when I when he said that is when he said that message, and afterwards he was like, "Do you think I offended her?" I said, "I didn't think it was appropriate at all." And then he said to me, <laughs> and and he said, I thought it was "He said to me, he goes, um, you know, he, definitely he said he's an avid listener of your show, and that that's because you I made you made the joke about uh, Sarah's big boobs and your small ones." And then he he built he thought his clever joke was a build on that joke that you girls made, and it actually was just an offensive tirade, that trying to make you feel bad. I think that's what I felt. Well, I think I think he just was trying to make me feel bad because they gave him a large um, song, and he, I think he really wanted an extra extra large. Well, I did know. Oh. I, I did notice that when you were when you were uh, sent a, sent a picture of you trying on our thongs before you sent them, that you were wearing Dave's on your face, right? 
And so. so that that would be perfect that would be delightful yeah i mean you guys like i think this is great like i mean i feel like so inspired like i'm ready to rock it i might give that out to like my whole family i would love it i think if we could get mason jars of all our listeners uh private uh, or pubic uh hair that we would have a, we'd have a great following mustache bush yeah. You know, I think that you might have a problem with uh, getting that actually into Canada because we had quite the uh, the experience, a three-hour visit oh, to FedEx. Oh, okay. yeah. so did you realize that, like, okay, so I was sending you that gift. It took us, it was like a three-hour excursion. We went to FedEx, and we had to fill out this customs form. And what was so insane was that they were like, we need to know what's inside the gift. And I was like, well, I don't want them to know because it's, it's a Christmas present. So we said men in apparel, and that wasn't good enough. Yeah, and they're like, we need you to specify like what's in there so i have to put wayne jane from china underpants on the damn customs form oh really they were great wang Jing. they're all wang jane send that shit to you really for well, real they, okay then you guys are you guys are definitely sure oh it's hard to like, talk if you don't put what's in the package then it could get held up in customs and i was like well we don't need wang jane held up in customs so we just specifically put what's in the package. And furthermore, Pete... You know what um, I say, girls? Honesty is the best policy. This is going well, great. Sending out to your home address with your shipping addresses is no bueno. Like, you knew that there was going to be trouble getting it delivered. However, you chose to give us the wrong address regardless. You're really bitching a lot so. of me. <laughs> it's like, uh, I gave you my right address. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, get, I don't know. I'm getting in trouble for stuff. It was a misunderstanding. They are. I still like you, but you're just complaining a lot. Hey, uh. <laughs> Moving <laughs> <What>? on. <laughs> yeah, mo- <laughs> no, honestly, like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't do anything on purpose. I just, like, I mess up probably. I apologize for anything I did wrong, but I don't know. Oh, no, we're so happy. We're just happy that you received it. We're just so happy you received it. And um, I want to apologize to Dave Charters um, for the glitter bomb. That was actually meant for you. Oh, really? No, it's better on Dave. Yeah. I knew it. It looked better. That was, a, that was on purpose as a sabotage for us? Oh, for sure. That's why there was all that tape on the package. Oh, really? How come you guys have you oh, guys yeah. have life from the Barbie Mansion, uh, like wrapping paper and coffee mugs and stuff? Like, I don't have anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there is one thing that I want from you guys. It's okay. the only thing I'm ever going to ask. What is it? Sorry? I'm going to ask it right now. For 2016, this is what I want. Okay. I want a Life from the Dutch Falls t shirt. A t shirt? What size? Uh, well, what size do you think I need, Pete? Who am I talking? Is this Blondie? Yes, this, sir. All right. I don't know. I, I'll figure it out. We'll send you. I would. <laughs> you're. Ta- you, you're. Smart you're. Ta- but I want to say that um, Karma 
the karma does happen, um, and I and I, I love the glitter bomb. However, I wanted to put some more glitter in with your giant poster. Yeah. And um, so I found a jar of glitter, and the, the lady at FedEx told me that that would probably be a bad idea. And um, so I put it in my purse, and lo and behold, karma hit me, and that damn bottle of glitter exploded. So... Yeah, it's all there. We'll send you a picture of the glitter and the picture of your poster on her ceiling. Okay. Oh, I saw the ceiling. Well, I have a question. Did you guys get more poonanny after the songs? Because that was the goal for you guys to get laid. Oh well, I tell you the true story. I'll tell you the truth. Um, I was asked by my wife to put it on, but I was already uh, fully aroused when I had to put it on. Oh. So the it didn't fit. It didn't fit very well. No, my all my junk was hanging over the I top of it. I thought we should have done the lodge. Yeah, you well, thought I was. Well, I came from China and there wasn't a lot of sizes, and I thought that like the whole um, Eddie Murphy Delirious was great for you. Oh, the style of it's great. You know, after I play hockey, it would probably be perfect. But uh, you know, just <laughs> in that in that moment, it wasn't very good. Hey, uh, you know, uh, speaking of which, um, I was thinking about. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, shit, I missed that. Oh, I had a good one too, and I missed it. It's like you guys were talking about it being Eddie Murphy, and then before that, you said, "Ah, fuck, I lost it." Yeah, we throw you off your game. What do you think about that, Pete? Van Dyke? Oh, you did. I was saying my junk was hanging out the top. I don't remember anymore. But oh. it, but it was. Uh, but I'll tell you, it was. Uh, it was. Oh, I, I was. I don't know what I was gonna say a Chinese medium is like a freaking white guy's extra small. That's what I was trying to say. It's not going to well, fit me. I didn't know, man. So that's, okay, there was only a couple They're of They're making that shit. We saw that one. That, that, we, okay, so we picked those songs out per your personalities. We know that Mike is a little reserved, so we wanted to like kind of like make them stuff outside the box. But um, I got to tell you, that's outside the I box. Think we, I think we, like, definitely, <laughs> we got that covered. Inside and outside. I wore it yeah, as a I'll Rambo. tell you, not only that, uh, I got to tell you, uh, uh, Blondie, uh, that whole, uh, yeah. y- you missed the boat on old Mike Bowe uh, because of the time, that because of the, the missed opportunity that uh, Sarah G and I gave you in Bristol. Mike's got a beautiful, sweet, sweet Kelly now, and you've lo- you've missed your oh, opportunities. Sweet, sweet Kelly. We know all about her. No, and, you- and I think it's wonderful, and I'm hoping that he's going to use those nice. Um, well, I got to tell. Like ball, flat a ball projector. <laughs> Understand? Um, he could use that to his advantage. I will use right. it that way. Yeah, that, he says definitely he's going to be using it, and uh, I got to tell you about sweet something about sweet, sweet Kelly. As soon as we went off the air last week, she grabbed that little blue thing that you sent him, twisted it up into some sort of a knot that was perfect around his balls, and she knew exactly what she was doing. She's no stranger around it. I th- so I, 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 I think... You know what? You're welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> it's a real gift. I appreciate it. Yeah. It really has, it really has changed <laughs> things for him. Apparently, it's really just changed her whole life. I've so never we've... seen my balls in quite a position. And I got to tell you, even with uh, it not fitting properly, I think it was still effective for me as well, girls. So I thank you very much. Because oh, I hope that you got lots of action from that. Oh, I will, of course. I will. Sometimes I just wrap it around. And also the fact that you were wearing it on your lower parts when you sent the picture, it had a little bit of more panache, eh? It's kind of like... kind of like. washed it. Yeah, I sniffed it yeah, before I, I wore it. that would be hilarious. Like, how, how funny would it be that you opened a gift that it was already worn? Yeah, it was great. That was like way worth more, <laughs> more, more. 
Hey, Charter, Charters went to Jap- Japan and he brought used panties out of a vending machine. <laughs> oh. Did you know that? Well, Charters, uh, his, his panties that we bought him, they, they are um, lycra, so they do stretch so that little pouch um, should accommodate <laughs> little what he pouch. has. Everything fits but the But, but the, the big pouch. question is that you mentioned that you all would be wearing your new panties on your show. Is that Did you like, lead us on the golden path and lie to us again? No, we never mentioned that at all. That's a made-up thing. Oh, he did. I recorded. He still listening to your last show. Yeah, he said we're gonna wear them on our next show. It was very brief. No, you said it on your your show. Oh, Dave's wearing Dave's wearing his right now. Dave's wearing his right now. Mine on my microphone stand. Mike's is on his microphone stand. Charters is wearing it. Anyways, Charters wearing this. How many? Can we speak to Dave Charters? Yes, you may. Charters, you're on. Go ahead, Dave Charters. <laughs> this is a nice grade eight talk. Hey, Dave Charters, what's <laughs> happening, Mr. Favorite? Hello, favorite. Hi, how you doing? You girls are the best. I feel a little bit no, awkward right now. Best. Going on wrong. Well, or the best, so I don't know. <laughs> We've been waiting for an hour because we had multiple shots of tequila, and it's all your fault. We're ready to do a shot with hey, you, too. Hey, hey, I'm sorry I haven't written that hey. last song you asked for, but I've been, uh, <laughs> these guys are tying me up here. I've been to two shows in a row here. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. bullshit. I think you guys are free. Hey, let's um, do the shot. So I already you did you three. Think, like, uh, favorite <laughs> hey, of the show. I keep playing. I'm a big fan. Can you bring one over? I might yeah, right, be a bigger you. fan of Paul now because Dave's Paul wore the freaking Wang Jang, and I saw a picture of it. And I think that's freaking like awesome. And well, I, had try, like the, I had to try him on. The, uh, the dude that's <laughs> undercover, but the mascot of of Barbie He has the same personality style as I do. He's kind of like the dick, but I like it. He called us bitches. She likes However, this, uh, what yeah. I want I to know is we need to write a jingle, Dave Carter. We already have the jingle written. We just need a little bit of comfort. Paul, you're the new heartthrob. Which jingle? <laughs> Fuck for that. I don't want a fucking heartthrob. For Bartok? Um, don't get Paul in trouble. We have two upcoming sentences which we're going to debut tonight. And uh, one is a uh, public service announcement. I think Dave and the other um, that we're going to do is, is Bartok. So meeting uh, random strangers in a bar and asking them questions. So we yeah, have that's that's the lyrics written. Shouldn't this be done by email off air? Musical inspiration. Okay, shoot me a text, okay? Okay, for sure. All right, girls. Dave, sign off with them. Tell them that you love them. We'll do a shot right. and we'll leave it. Love you, girls. Let's have a shot. Oh, yeah. Okay, ours is warm. What are you guys having? And don't We're having maple. Bombs. Jagger bombs. Jagger bombs. Yeah, it's totally Jagger bombs over here. Jagger bombs. Jagger bombs. Well, we're doing a, a little bit of a Patron. Patron? Bottoms up. All right, girls. This is uh, to a lot for... For a good 2016 to two great podcasts, live from the Dutch Hall and life from Barbie Mansion. Cheers to you girls. Cheers. Cheers to you guys. And what? Swallow. Swallow bitches. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, ladies, we appreciate your support. Nice talking to you. Uh, hope to see you sometime soon in the future, okay? Yeah, we want to do a live show. We want to do a live combat show. Yeah, it'll work out sometime. We'll get it worked out. Oh, that's not like a death. Okay. <laughs> no, it'll happen. You know how to get me. We'll definitely do it. If do Dave it. Says We're going to do it. All right, boys. I hope you enjoy the gift. And um, happy new year. Happy holidays. Happy new year. Thanks for the Happy Thanks. new year's, girls. Your poster <laughs> is beautiful on the ceiling. Love you guys. Thank you so much for the inspiration. 
Love you too. Is it going to be bush next year in a mason jar? Yeah. I want to see it when it's full grown. If you, like, if you grow your bush, if you grow your bush out, mix them together long enough to fill a mason it. jar. I'm, that's going to be gonna like three that, like, months I'm with no grow. sex. For 2016, let me just tell you something, Dave Charters. You inspired me, so I'm growing the bush out for one year. One oh. year, and if I cut that off and send it to you in a mason jar, that's, that's going to be better than fucking moonshine cherry. That, that is good. That's going to be that's <laughs> real gross. Giving, we are waiting for it. We can't wait. Mm, oh See you next anyway. year. Bunch of Tinder kids. <laughs> good night, girls. Good way to end it. Oh, Boy, that's going to take some editing, I think. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I think... Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. You know, there's technical difficulties certainly surrounding that call, um, but there's also some just like... Uh, there was some. Uh, we, we made them wait too long, I think. We made them wait too yeah, long. Yeah, they got into the Patron. I feel bad about it. But we'll, we'll polish that up. Hopefully it sounds yeah, all right yeah. for you guys. Apologize if it didn't. Uh, we're getting pretty deep into the show now. <laughs> So um, <laughs> all we can do is say, is there anything we can say about that call going forward? Holy! It's God. nice to it's nice to inspire people. It's nice to have fans. They've been they've been uh, they're uh, hilarious. I hope I get a mason jar full of uh, pubic hair next year. One thing you for got, a year, that's uh, crazy I, talk. A whole year's worth of pubic hair. That you know, <laughs> that, and that I think giant the giant mustache I grew was only three months. Three months. So multiply that. It's by gonna four. be like a mason yeah. jar, like and you can't even grow eggs. a mustache. Right, like the big pickled eggs jar. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be bigger than just Dave's little mustache jar. Yeah, but you know how his, you know how big his mustache looked on his face? It was gross. Did you see how big it looks in the jar? <laughs> tiny. It's tiny. It's lost so all of its power. You're saying just a regular mason jar will hold a year worth of bush? Yeah. You know, you ever see the Demi Moore bush from when she was 18? Yes. And like covers past her belly button? Yes. Scarlet, <laughs> like Scarlet Letter bush? Yeah. If you shave her bush yeah. down, it would still, it would still not even. Fill half a mason jar. So mason jar is gonna do it. I'm telling you, it looks a lot more it's on the puffy. body than it does in a jar. Because it's puffy. Yeah. Puffy. Yeah. Yes. J- yeah. Dave's mustache was proof. It looks tiny in that little. It thing. looks tiny, and it was a huge mustache. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> Curly it's and still gross. Is gross. He's growing more for me. I think he's gonna fill that jar by the end of the year. Ugh. Anyways, the girls sent us. A, the girls actually just helped us cu- cap off our show very nicely because they showed us how to make nice goals. They told us how we wa- they they wanted to come to do a live show with us. Mm-hmm. Right? We yes. don't know where it's gonna be. Nope. They told us they're gonna send us their pubic hair in a mason jar. Right? <laughs> by the end of the year. Right? Things in a weird year time. Between us. No, this no, is perfectly normal to have. <laughs> People listen to your show and do this stuff and send you pubic hair in a jar. It's all normal stuff. <laughs> We're gonna keep this, but this is these are smart goals. These girls goals. achievable goals. They're and measurable. Is, measurable. So I hope all the people listening to this show here today can look at their own lives and look at ways that they can set nice goals, like how we can be measurable. Better. What? Achievable. How we can? Yeah. Just be better as people. How they can be. What's the S from smart? The S is specific. Specific. I am going to shave my pubic hair and put it in a jar. <laughs> a They're measurable. measurable. <laughs> one year's worth of pubic hair. A one quart jar. In a one quart jar. <laughs> Attainable. Oh, no. Uh, uh, there's a achievable. Achievable. Well, they changed the achievable to actionable or something like that. Because yeah. because realistic is uh, the same as achievable, right? So they change that. Who's going to do it? Well, Blondie's going to do it. She's going to grow the pubic hair. She's going to put it in the jar. Is it achievable? You're goddamn right it's achievable. 
Anybody can grow pubic hair and shave it off and put it in a jar. And then what's the other one? Time sensitive. One year. We're going to get a pubic hair. See, the, hardest, the hardest thing for her, because I listened to the show, is uh, going to be, she talked about going to get a, like a wax job done on the show. So she let her pubic hair grow out for like three <laughs> weeks. And she talked about how that was three weeks with uh, like abstaining from, uh, from sex. Because she weeks. had a big bush? Yeah, she couldn't let anyone see that. Different times, Dave. So Different that's times. That's a whole year. I think well, there's more was, of an acceptable, there's yeah. more of a, a, a tolerance that's for true. it. That's true. The bush is back. That's true. Bush Coming is back. back around? Mm. I like to say it is. Mm. Because I think crabs are dying out. I keep I'm waiting for chest hair to come they're up. Like, uh, they're like pandas, you know? Like, <laughs> we, we can't let the crabs die out. If you keep shaving the bush, there's nowhere for them to live. We're killing their natural habitat. Yeah. <laughs> Things need to live. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big supporter of mankind, you know. Crabs have or, their place. Yeah, exactly. I love all living creatures in God's world. <laughs> so keep trying to improve your life. Set some smart goals. Keep listening to Life in the Dutch Hall every Thursday night. And until we talk to you again, see you, NT. See you next Thursday.